comes the bride, all dressed in Why do we do half the things we still do at weddings? And who's gonna write all those checks? It's my wedding industrial complex. Tegan? Yes, Liz? Uh, how many weddings have you been to? Oh, God, that's a great question. Um, I would say somewhere in the vicinity of 20. Wow. Maybe. Wow. 15 to 20 over the course of my life, Whoa, I would say. That's a lot. I have a huge extended family, so that's oh, part of why. Okay. I have a very small family. I have like 80 cousins, so. Damn. That's probably why. I think I have seven or eight total, not counting their children. Counting cousins, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Not counting their children. Yeah. I have, I have, a, I have a lot of family. <laughs> a lot of family. So, yeah. Uh, I've been to like five weddings. Hmm. I think I say that as though you would know. Yeah. I was like, I, I yes, go on. I, I was wasn't like, there with you. So I don't know that one. And then that one. And then that one that I was in. And then we had like six or seven, six or seven weddings. Uh, That's fair. And I feel like there's like a code of conduct that as a wedding person going to a wedding that you sure. follow. Yeah. Uh, step one is don't punch anybody. That's a good step one. You know, step one is don't. So this is the thing that I think is, is uh, a dangerous thing about not just weddings, but often weddings because they include this thing, which is da, 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 open bar. Oh, alcohol. Open bar is a dangerous concept. And I say this as someone who used to abuse the concept of open bar <laughs> freely. Yes. So I don't drink anymore, but back when I drank, I, uh, I would, I have this mentality and I still have this about many things, just not alcohol anymore. But I had this mentality, which is like, if someone is going to give me something for free, that means I must take as much of that thing as physically possible. Oh yeah. I have that trouble with snacks at work. Yeah, exactly. So like <laughs> snacks, if somebody offers me free food, if somebody's like offering me, even if I don't want it, I'm like, well, it's free. So yeah, for some reason I need to have all all of it. We have raccoon mentality. Right, exactly. So I was always that way about open bar or many times I was that way about open bar where it's like, if it's free, I should drink nine of these. <laughs> and it is a good thing that I don't drink anymore because friends, I'm going to tell you right now, that's not a great way to live when you are especially when you are uh, attending an event that is perhaps the most important day of your friend's life. <laughs> Just going to throw that out there. Uh, T-Total and Tegan over here. Yep. <laughs> Got some Tegan to tell. Uh, oh, by the way, this is a podcast called My Wedding Industrial Complex yeah. where we talk about weddings and stuff. It's a wedding podcast for people who are afraid of weddings and you're Liz. And you're Tegan. And great. So here we <laughs> Back are. Back to it. <laughs> Back to it. No, um, but for real, an open bar is a danger spot. It's a danger spot because it's very easy for people to get a little schwasty without meaning to. Yes. when Because when they're not fucking throwing dollars on the table every time they go up. Yes. I mean, hopefully they are for the tip jar. But like, oh, yes. when you're not paying for each drink, it is much easier to lose track of how many drinks you have drunk. Yes. And when you lose track of how many drinks you've drunk at somebody's wedding, uh, chances are you're going to make yourself look like a big old dum-dum. 
Yes. And sometimes chances are, okay, so I want to talk about this. I know that, uh, so the, the T has got opinions. Okay. So no, the premise of today's episode is, is, uh, being a good guest at someone else's wedding. How to be a good, guest. how to be a good wedding guest. Cause I think it's a, it is an underrated piece of etiquette, uh, that should be talked about more. Absolutely. So the thing I would like to talk about is, so one of my favorite advice columns, I'm very into advice columns. I love them immensely. Same. So um, fun. Love and them so much. It's so fun to watch other people's, to like look at other people's lives and just be like, oh my God, that seems intense. I'm really glad I didn't have to live through that. Exactly. So I always find it fascinating. And one of my favorite advice columns is a column called Ask a Manager, which is largely about workplace uh, events and mm-hmm. workplace uh, quandaries. Concerns. Concerns and quandaries. And also it's got great like, you know, resume writing uh, tips and all sorts of that stuff. It was very useful for me when I was uh, looking for a job last. Lovely. So uh, Ask a Manager, is you should go there and read them there. Allison Green is great. <laughs> uh, but there is one letter that somebody sent in to Ask a Manager that is truly one of the finest examples of the advice column, like letter form I've ever seen because I read it and just went, oh my God, this person should be in prison. <laughs> Why aren't you in jail? Why aren't you in prison immediately? So this person wrote in to say that they were a manager on a small team at a very small company and that one of their team members had gone. So if I remember correctly, this person said they supervised only two people and one of those people was getting married and the other person went to the wedding. Uninvited? uh, No, invited, I'm guessing. And so they went to the wedding and this manager was also at the wedding and the person who was invited to the wedding got so belligerently drunk that they a started fights with people oh no b started shoving children oh no c punched the groom no. slash their coworker uh, in the face stop talking go to jail <laughs> then some other people tried to punch that person cuz they had punched the groom at his own wedding uh. and then that person got beat up in the face and then spit blood on the bride then subsequently Just christened with the blood of a belligerent is how you know that your wedding has been consummated. <laughs> that person's girlfriend then punched the bride. Then this guy tried to get naked in the parking lot. That's the logical next step. It's like that thing of when you're dying of uh, hypothermia and you get real hot all of a sudden. Yeah. But it's like you're dying of embarrassment, so you just need to get you naked. You just have to take all your clothes <laughs> off so you can clothes just off, like so walk into the wilderness and, and die. And just like <laughs> melt there. And I just... The whole crux of the letter was this manager being like, my company says there's nothing they can do about this because it happened off of work property. No. What am I supposed to do? And I was just like, I would, I I don't even know what I would do. I would just send this person to prison. Can I put him under citizen's <laughs> can, arrest? Can we say citizen's arrest indefinitely until you've learned your lesson? Can I please, like, is there adult timeout? Seriously. Uh, so I think that like, you know, that should be the... The like the top of the like do not do list. So like, what's the opposite of a gold standard? What's the like the b- poop bucket? The poop. <laughs> the shit standard. The shit standard. The coal standard. Ugh. L- like a lump of coal. Oh okay. I don't know what I thought you were saying. I mean, coal is my brother's name. Yeah. So like, I was like it's that's not mean. that. No, the coal standard. C O A L. Okay. Coal like a lump of coal. The coal standard as opposed to the gold standard. The butt standard. The butt standard is that fucking guy. Yeah. So like, don't be that guy. No, that guy sucks. And you'll be okay. But also there are a lot of other guys that you should still be (laughs) better than. That's like bare minimum. uh, You don't need to get arrested at someone else's wedding. Right. 
there's a lot of things that I feel like there's a lot of don'ts, obviously, that come along yeah. with being a wedding guest. Uh, and this is, I feel a little like uh, I'm talking here as a wedding guest and not as a person planning a wedding because like uh, I don't have like complaints about anybody right now. Sure. I do wish we had more RSVPs at the moment, but that's on us for not putting an RSVP by date on our sure. invitations. So like next week, people are going to get some very friendly text messages from me. Just being, being like, hey, hey, you coming so to my wedding or not? Uh, but um, so things that you should not do. Thing the first, don't punch anybody. Don't punch anybody. Thing the second, if you are a lady person, don't wear white. Yeah, it's probably not a good idea. Not unless it was explicitly asked for you to on the invitation if they're doing like a theme wedding. Right. And if you're a bride and groom thinking about doing a theme wedding, I don't know, relax a little bit. Yeah, maybe take it down a notch. Um, yeah, there are there are many questions to be had about this this issue. I feel like just general rule is... Okay, so I like to live my life by this principle, which is something that my father made up. And, well, I don't know if he, like, made it up, made it up. Maybe you've talked about it on the podcast before? I may have. I think I probably have, actually. Oh, I, th- I talked about it when we were um, talking about bachelorette parties. Yes! Which is this idea that you can have as much fun as you want and go nuts, but as long as you are not the guy. Yes. Just don't be the guy. Yes. Everybody knows who the guy is in any given room, and if you can't find the guy, you're the guy. Yes. So just don't be the guy at anybody else's wedding, because it's not about you. Yeah, like it's not your wedding. I'm sure they're glad that you're there, unless you're like somebody's weird uncle that got invited a via obligation. Invite. Yeah, but just like don't fuck up somebody else's wedding. Don't act like a dick. No, it's the, not that hard. The goal should be to celebrate with the couple, right? Not to ruin the couple's day. Exactly. And like know your own limits. Obviously, alcohol for sure. And like know how much booze you can. Yeah. You can schnozzle. And if you're sick, stay home. It's okay. Right. Everybody you know, will live. Everybody will live. It better live. They better live unless you murder somebody because at their you wedding, gave them typhoid. Which is like, let's not do that. No. Let's not have any Game of Thrones weddings in Aww. this place. That's okay. Can we talk about how themed weddings sometimes like Miss we the talked mark. about this before? The maybe like, Great Gatsby and uh yes, Game we've of definitely Thrones talked about weddings. yes, I, we've definitely talked about Gatsby like, weddings. Is this wedding about being disillusioned by the Jazz Age? <laughs> <laughs> Because if it's not, then you miss an opportunity. Think, I think really what you wanted to have was a 1920s flapper party. Right. Like, you can make it vaguer. Yeah. It's okay. It's fine. Um, uh, yes. So, things to do, for sure. Yeah. RSVP in a timely manner. Yep. Always good. Always good. Let people know that you're going to be there so they know how much food to get. Yeah. Um, uh... Buy them a nice gift if you so can. If mm-hmm. you cannot, that's okay. Yeah. Here's the thing. I always feel like if you can't afford a gift, like there's this whole kind of squeaky thing on the internet that's like gifts are supposed to be uh, replacing the cost of your meal. Right. And I like, think we talked about this briefly yeah, the at one re- point. Yeah, the registries thing. And yeah. I think that's so gross. Like you're, you're throwing a party to celebrate a union that you are like presumably really happy about. And right. you're inviting people to come and share that with you. Right. Uh, and the cost has to fall somewhere. It should not fall to your guests. Yeah. Um, like, don't think... I feel like that's a really shady way to think about it. Yeah. So, like, don't, if you cannot afford a gift, I mean, like, write them a lovely card. Yeah. Like, send them something that says how much you care about them in some way or another. Or, right. like, take them out dancing some night when you're in town. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to get anybody a gift. But if they did register for things, 
buy things off that. Yeah, it's a real easy way to get them something that you know that they want. Yeah, because they so ask you're not for just it. like question mark, question mark, question mark. I'm gonna get here's you this some crystal vase. Here's some tea cozies. Bye. Would you like a tea cozy? Do you have tea? Bye. Um, you know, like you know, do what you can afford. Right, obviously, do what this, you can afford. this covers guests as well as the bridal party. Yep. Um, if you, I always feel like if you are a part of the wedding party. And in my opinion, the gift is you being a part of the wedding party. Right. But I don't know that that's, like, etiquette. Yeah, I actually don't know. Um, I f- yeah, I feel like the gift is mostly, like, you being a part of the... Like, you already bought a dress and you're getting your hair done and hanging out and, like, making travel plans to go, like, support this bride and groom. Shouldn't... I think, like, the groom and bride give gifts to their wedding party. I feel like that's, right. that's how it should be. They don't I'm just trying to remember, like, then. I... Because I've only been in two weddings. And one of them was my brother's wedding. And, like... I don't, I'm pretty sure I didn't get them a wedding present. Sure. Uh, but I was the maid of honor at my best friend's wedding, and I don't remember now if I got her a wedding. I feel like I got her a wedding present, but I don't really remember what it was. Sure. Uh, so, question mark. Question mark. Who's to say? Who's to say? Uh, hash it out with your with your friend. And also, this is this is more advice for, uh, you know, marrieds-to-be. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you're going to ask someone to be in your wedding don't be shitty to them about it. Yeah. It's a lot to ask of a per- It's like a very nice thing and an honor and exciting to be asked to be a part right. of things, but it is also an obligation like that you are asking them to take on for you. Right. So like, don't be an Don't asshole. be weird about it. Honestly, all of our advice is going to come down to being like, don't be that guy. I feel like that's, that's all of any advice in the world. Yeah. It's just like, don't be that fucking guy. But people keep being that fucking guy, so we Someone's keep having always to gotta, say it. Yeah. Somebody's got to keep saying, don't be the guy. Yeah. Which is a bummer to have to keep saying. But it is here a we bummer. Are. I mean, like, you know, uh, if you're a guest, show up on time yep. to the wedding. Uh, if you're going to be very late to the ceremony, maybe skip it. Yeah. If it's a separate ceremony and reception. Yeah. Uh, I would skip the ceremony. Yeah. Because, like, it's worse to walk in late than right. it is to just not be there. Because then people are going to think that you're trying to graduate them. Yes. And honestly, like, if you're not ready for that. Right. you got to be ready for that responsibility. You talk about that beforehand if you're going to graduate someone. Yeah. Because uh, you see how the graduate ends. They don't look happy. No, it's a, it's a big old question mark at the end of that yeah, movie. Yeah, that's not great. Don't do that to someone. Anyway. Don't graduate. That's another. Don't the graduate anyone. That's a great other rule for wedding guests is don't the graduate anyone. Yeah. Don't the graduate anyone. Don't wedding crashers anyone. Don't go to a wedding you weren't invited to. Don't go to a wedding you weren't invited. Guys. (laughs) Guys. Weddings are so expensive. They're so expensive. Don't fucking go to a wedding that no one invited you to. It is not a victimless crime. It's not. That's alcohol and food that the couple could have taken home at the end of everything. It's like shoplifting from a little mom and pop store. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with you? How dare you? That is somebody's real money. I mean, unless, no. I was going to say unless they're like fabulously millionaires. But even then, like, that's still someone else's money, right. my friends. Exactly. Like, I don't know. Just don't be, again, don't be, don't don't be, be that, that guy. guy. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Don't be, be that, that guy. guy. Um, That's our TV show jingle for our advice show. It's like Uh, deal breakers, but (laughs) and the Muppet is somehow it's named Guy. (laughs) Does it look like Guy Fieri? No, it looks like like? Bronson Pinchot. (laughs) Why? You know those Muppets with a long blue face that look kind of like Bronson Pinchot. (laughs) But why? Because that's the one that we had in the back. 
But why is his name Guy Fieri then? Because it's kids the kids are watching. It's <laughs> false advertising. Anyway, I just think that's how we're going to get the ratings in. Oh, okay. All TV right. media is dying. We got to do something okay, to keep well the millennials you have, involved. You got to get get back at me. Let me know how yeah. it's going. <laughs> Play test it with Report. some Gen Zers. We'll see. Put some ads on Snapchat. Some Snapchat ads. Uh, is anyone still using Snapchat? Yeah, people use Snapchat. Okay. I don't think the cool kids. I think the cool kids are using something else. I think there's an app that's literally called Fleek that kids are using. No. Yeah, I know. Oh, God, it's I'm like old. The, no, it's just that things are accelerating. So that, like... Also, I... That's why I feel so much older. I feel like seven years older with every 60 days that passes yeah, because like the way that we're developing culture and technology we like love things and hate things so instantaneously it yeah. feels like decades have passed because back when the internet wasn't really a thing you could go like a good solid five years riding on one cultural thing right and now like we don't even remember like anybody remember how jeb bush's whole campaign thing was jeb i do remember that actually <laughs> I do. It's just like, you would be forgiven for forgetting. Yeah. No, I do remember that. There's a... Jeb. Jeb. I have a story about the Jeb sign that I'll tell you another time. Oh, great. Oh, that's post-podcast content. Um, what are other things we could do? Like, do you, to be a good wedding guest, tell the couple that you love them, but don't expect to spend a lot of time with them. Yeah, don't try to monopolize their time. Don't feel offended if they can't hang out with you. It's like, like that like, thing of like, uh, in, in normal life, I always think don't go to a party where you only know the hosts unless you're like in the mood to meet new people. Yeah. Um, and like willing to be gregarious enough to like butt into conversations to meet new people. Man, I will tell you one of the most awkward weddings I have ever been to in my life. It wasn't awkward for the couple, I don't think. But Good. so it was the wedding of a friend of mine who he was like 24 or 25 at the time. Okay. And I was like 17. Oh, shoot. I think, and we were friends. And you were getting married. <laughs> yes. That was my first husband. Um, no, so we'd been in a show together, and he, we, like, knew each other through theater and whatever, and we had become good buddies, and he invited me to his wedding. And I was like, oh, that's so nice. Like, I'd love to go to your wedding. And turns out I was the only, like, theater friend who got invited. Oh, no. I was 17 years old. So you at couldn't a wedding. even drink. At a wedding where I literally knew no one but the groom. And you didn't get a plus one? No. Okay. Here's the thing that I think if you're a bride and groom and you are inviting a friend that you know knows no other friends at the party, you give them a plus one. Yeah. Like even if they're not in a relationship, give them a plus one. Right. Because that party will be so not fun for them. And exactly. they'll leave early and they won't come dance with you. Yeah. It was a very strange wedding for me to be at, especially because I was 17 and I was like, I don't know how anything, I don't know how to be a person did or you, to talk. When did you leave? I stayed longer than I wanted to. 10 minutes too long at a party. Well, it wasn't even that. It wasn't like anything went bad like the longer I stayed. It was just that I was cripplingly uncomfortable for a full like three hours. Yeah. Did you talk to anybody? Not really. Yeah. No, I was just like sitting at a table. Yeah. Just being silent. I think I probably would have done the same. And this was before iPhones were a thing. So you couldn't like, so I couldn't, like the fucking tweet not that I would be you tweeting. You would live tweet how uncomfortable live you were. Live tweeting how uncomfortable was I with the wedding? I couldn't have done that. So, you know, it was a whole thing. Don't do that is also, the bottom line. maybe don't live tweet about how uncomfortable you are at a wedding. Yeah, don't live tweet about anybody else's wedding. I feel people, like that's a bad especially idea. Especially because people hashtag their weddings. And if you uh, hashtag, use their hashtag, they're going to find out that you right. were uncomfortable at their wedding. And that's crappy. Generally, just like don't live tweet 
things that don't you live don't tweet things. Don't live tweet stuff that's not like TV shows. Yeah, TV shows. Don't that are, live tweet real events. Right. If Anything they're not like, like not actually newsworthy. Yes. Because like, remember that lady who got like that those two in front of her on the airplane who like fell in love. Yeah. That's like uncomfortable for everyone involved. And I feel really badly for the lady who was just like trying to have a fun time live tweeting, but she maybe should have thought about the repercussions there of live tweeting about someone else's life. Oh yeah. That happened to, that happened to my boyfriend many years before we met. He, he like was, uh, he went viral for live tweeting a couple breaking up in a Burger King that he happened to be at. Oh no. And it like ended up being very bad. Like (gasps) it was not that like, I don't think the couple ever found out about it, but a lot, but people were like, Hey, that's like not chill to do. And like his boss got involved at some point and was like, you can't do that. Like whatever. So it was like, you still feel like Twitter and Facebook and whatever are like your private zone. Like you're talking to your friends. Right. But you're forgetting that what you're doing is talking to your friends loudly in a town square. Right. Exactly. In a town square where, where it will be recorded and saved forever. forever. Especially if you're the president of the United States. Right. Legally. Politics. Politics. Um. So don't live tweet anything. Don't live tweet anybody else's not wedding. Yours to live tweet. Live tweet your own experience of something that yeah. doesn't involve anybody else who's not consenting to being live tweeted. About. Exactly. That's a good rule for life and also for weddings. Just get consent. Get consent for weddings. Booming. <laughs> the more you know. Um. What else can we tell people to do in our high and mighty wedding etiquette voices? Uh. Don't. Fart. <laughs> sure. Good rule. I mean, I think you can fart. You can fart, but just fart quietly. Fart and, quietly and to yourself. <laughs> keep your farts to yourself. You stanky. Keep your farts contained. <laughs> um, I think like, you know, obviously showing up on time, communicating with the couple about what's going on. Like, follow the dress code if there is follow one. Follow the dress code if there is one. To the best of your ability. Right. There's room. You don't need to like spend thousands of dollars on a gown, but like, no. you know. And if someone's just pay asking you to, to spend it. thousands of dollars on a gown and you cannot, you don't have to go right. to that wedding. That's fine. You can just be like, I'm not coming. I'm not coming to that I wedding. I can't come by. Why would I ever, I'm not going to have a ball gown ever again in my life come up. You don't, could rent the runway. You could. Apparently that's a thing. You could rent the entirety of the runway. Yes, the project runway. Just rent a place just for like plane trips to take of fabrics off. that have been like very quickly put together that are taking off to Jamaica and Bermuda. Yeah, the project runway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hey oh. Um, so be wear the dre- wear the dress code that they ask you to. Just mm-hmm. because, like, generally, I think like you will be more comfortable if you are wearing a dress code that sort of oh, blends yeah. in. Like you don't have to feel like. Again, the whole point is it's not your day. You're right. not the center of attention. Everybody chill out. If it's you not do, about you. If but you're doing things that are making you the center of attention and it's not a sick dance move, you should maybe reconsider. Right. And also, if it's a sick dance move, make sure that it is an appropriate sick dance move and not Don't anything take gross. Take your dick out of your pants. <laughs> That's a good song. Keep Again, your penis where no one can see it. <laughs> When you are in public and also in private, unless that person has asked to see it. You got to be never nude. I don't want to see it ever. Keep it away. Anyway. In general, just like don't show your dick to anybody who has not. Who did not Who did not request to see see that dick. And if they did request to see your dick and you're not cool with that. Also, also you don't have have to. to You don't have to take your dick out. Um, I only say that because of a, a wedding podcast whose name I don't remember because I listened to it a million years ago once. I was telling you the story earlier, yeah. Teen, that this lady 
uh, went to a wedding and she met this woman who had fantastic shoes and she was like, wow, your shoes are fantastic. Where did you get them? And she was like, these are like Louboutins or whatever. And she's like, they cost an arm and a leg, but I get a pair every time that my husband and I go to weddings or any kind of big event because he'll get too drunk and he'll think it will be hilarious to do this dance move he calls the elephant where he uh, pops his pocket liners out uh, of his pants so that they hang down like ears and then takes his dick out and then dances around the floor. And then, and she was like, and every time that he sobers up the next day, he's so embarrassed for me and for him that he buys me a very fair, very fancy pair of shoes and writes the people an apology letter. And she goes, and she was like, so I anticipate I will be getting another pair of shoes any day now. And uh, just then a person came out from the wedding and was like, there's a guy on the dance floor with his dick out. <laughs> Liz, you know who that guy is? That guy. That, that guy, guy is, is that, that guy. guy. He is that guy personified. Don't be that guy. Don't, you don't have to draw attention to yourself. It's kind of nice to have a situation where you're going to a party and it doesn't have to be about right. you. You don't have to way. impress anybody. Yeah. You just have to show up and like coast. Like unless you're trying to, unless you're trying to flirt, unless you're trying to meet somebody. Honestly, I but, feel like weddings are a crappy place to meet people. Yeah, they generally are. You know, a lot of times people are already attached right. at weddings. And, like, it happens. Like, yeah. every wedding mostly has at least one or two. Yeah, that's fair. But Ooh, I wonder who... I have to go through my guest list and, and see, see who's going who's who's gonna gonna to who's gonna try and smush at your wedding. Smushy wedding I'm going to have. Probably not many people. I think most people are, like, attached in some way or other. I was at a wedding once where uh, there was a... At some point during the evening, we discovered, we were like, man, there's like a really long line for the ladies' room. And then it turned out that- There's some smushing? It was because uh, a relative of the grooms was smushing in the bathroom with a random guy who they had just met that day. <laughs> you know what? Live your life. Listen, live your life. Don't I just thought it was other hilarious. people who need to pee. Maybe find a different bathroom. Also, like, if you're <laughs> in that situation, you got to just be chill with the fact that everyone's going to see you leave. Yes, everyone will know that you were in there doing that. Everyone will know what you did. And is that okay with you? Because, like, if it's okay with you, I don't know, like, maybe you don't need to use that bathroom. <laughs> right. Find another spot. Find another spot. I don't know. Go to your hotel room. Right. It's not that hard. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. I think it um, also helps that, like, the venue... I don't know, man. There's two bathrooms at the venue that we're at, and they're both, like, right next to where our photo booth will be. So... so don't do it. Don't smush in the don't bathroom at a wedding. Don't no. smush in the bathroom. This is a very song-heavy episode. I'm, I'm really happy it's about it. It's got a lot yet. of jingles. Uh, I think, you know, keep your sexy times uh, relatively low-key. I mean, again... Or keep your dick in your pants. Keep your dick in wedding. your pants. Unless you're really cool with everybody knowing that you went and smushed. But also right. that's doing a thing where you're drawing attention to yourself in a right. way you don't really need just to. Just generally don't. Like, just don't. you can take somebody home after a wedding if you're both very into it. Absolutely. But, like, just keep it until the end. Two consenting adults smushing after a wedding sounds great. That's always fine. Um, Other things to do. Don't monopolize the bride and groom's time or assume that you will get a lot of one-on-one time with them, especially if it's a larger wedding. You may not even see them. Yeah, it's always possible. I've definitely been to at least one wedding where I did not speak to the bride and groom. Oh, man, that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying really hard. Like, we have our guest list is pretty small and trying to keep it so that, like, we can spend as much time with our guests as possible. Sure. Because a lot of them are coming in from out of state and I don't see them very much, you know? There you go. Um... 
what else? What else? Uh, you know, tip the bartender. Yeah, tip the bartender, if especially if there's thing. an open bar. Yes. Um, and you're because oftentimes what'll happen is if there's an open bar, like the bartender's still doing the same amount of work, but for one set fee. Right, for a set fee. But like you're not because you're not pulling out money to pay for the drink, you're not thinking about paying for a tip. Yes. Um, so you should take some cash to a wedding if you're planning on drinking. Tip the bartender. Bar. Yeah, it's always a nice to think. Uh do not drink and drive. No one should ever have to say that to you. But don't. Don't drink, drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. Um that's you a know, useful jingle. I mean, if you want to license that jingle, you can email us at mwicpodcast at gmail.com for all your PSAs. We we are really good at off-the-cuff jingles, but we're going to have to get it right and take one because I don't think we could do it again. No, I think we're going to forget the melody the second we do it. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fine. We won't be able to do your bar mitzvahs, but we can record an, a thing for you. We can. It's fine. Um, There's a lot of alcohol-related etiquette, obviously. Uh, dress code, don't, don't wear white if the bride is planning on wearing white or didn't ask you to wear white yeah it's safe to just skip the color white in general i feel yeah. like there are so many other colors there's so many other colors and also white gets real messy yeah it's uh, messy. what else what else what else what else what else don't steal shit from the couple that is a good piece of advice there's gonna be a place where they're gonna put their gifts if somebody who didn't buy it on the internet already would like to put it in front of them and they're like cards steal it don't steal it it's not yours like steal it you dummies you dummies that happens sometimes Uh, yeah their stuff stolen and that's real shitty like no one should ever invite someone to their wedding and then be afraid that that person is going to steal their stuff that happens man i know families are horrifying yeah uh uh, i don't think there's any there's nobody in my family I mean, I'm pretty confident, 99.9% confident that no one at my wedding is going to steal anything. Knock on wood. Um, don't. I was knocking on wood. We were knocking on wood. What about, what about some do's? Do you have a good time? Do you have a good time? Um, do be nice to everybody. Yeah. Do. Do meet some new people. Meet some new people. Do dance. If there's dancing. Definitely dance. Cut a fucking rug. That's always nice because it's really hard to get people up on the dance floor in the first place and you need that like tipping point of like you need like those first couple people yeah Yeah. um you know do see if the bride or groom need their hair held back while they puke yeah always good you know if you know them right if you're a plus one maybe i don't know although i've been at at events before where i was basically the plus one and like i've i made really good friends with like people in the bridal party because they just were in a mood to talk about things well sometimes so you're making fast friends it happens yeah uh, I don't know. It's not hard to be a good guest at a wedding. It seems like it shouldn't be. It really shouldn't that be. hard to be. Don't make it about you. It's not about you. And don't be that guy. And don't be I that guy. I feel like guy. those are the two solid everything rules. Yeah. I'm trying to think about like other things that could like, that happen at weddings during the ceremony. You know, be respectful if they, yeah. especially if it's a religious ceremony, and especially if it's a religious ceremony from a religion you don't ascribe to. Like, don't yell during mass. Yeah, I mean that's cool that you don't don't believe in it also it's fine but just like be chill don't yell during mass. yeah they they do and it's cool it's fine it's fine uh if you are doing the speech if you're a person who was asked to do a speech don't bring up bullshit from their lives oh yeah don't no say anything embarrassing oh don't make don't make the bride and groom cry because you brought up something nasty about like a time that they got drunk and were not a good person again you only get the you're one snapshot that and you're being that guy. I have so many, not like, like just bride and, like bridal party speeches that like, oh, that was a questionable story to say about a person 
in front of a bunch of people who like maybe only know the other half of the couple. Right. And like, we don't have the full picture of what that person's like otherwise. Yeah. I told, I gave a small speech at my brother and sister-in-law's wedding. That was a story about my sister-in-law and I getting very drunk together, but it was a cute story. That's fine. And it was only about both of us being delightful. Yes. And if you're both delightful, that's fine. Yeah. But if someone did something that sounds a little bit illegal, don't talk. About don't do it. it. Don't definitely... talk about it at their wedding. Was their, that a wedding? Again, their grandma's there. Yeah. I was at a wedding once where like the, the, the best man gave a speech about one time that the groom and him were like, I think they were like painting graffiti on the wall and a like cop came by and they were shitty to the cop and they ran away. And I was like, why did you tell this story? The answer is you were drunk, but like maybe you should have vetted a couple other ones. Well, also like don't talk about how many people they boned before they married this person. No, Like definitely don't bring it up if their exes are at the wedding. No. Yeah. Don't bring that up. Like don't make it, just don't make it weird. Yeah. Again, it's not about you. You Don't don't have to be that guy. Uh, Wear comfy shoes. Yeah, that's always good. Because you want to be on your feet for as much as you can. Or bring a pair of shoes to change into. Yeah. You know. It's always good. Um, Eat the food. Enjoy the food. Eat the desserts. Enjoy the desserts. desserts. Enjoy the desserts. Both things be prepared to not have be remarkable. Most wedding food is kind of fine. Right. (laughs) Also, like, don't don't steal hors d'oeuvres and put them in your purse for later. Or do. Or do, if you're Liz. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. That's a harmless crime. Don't steal all the hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. Leave some leave but some leave, shrimps for everybody leave else. Some, Augustus, leave some room for later. <laughs> don't, but don't steal all the shrimps. Also, don't put shrimps in your purse. One, yeah. it's going to ruin your purse. And two, two you're never going to get that smell out. Those shrimps going to kill you. Yeah, those don't, shrimps going to be bad don't later. Don't let shrimps get to room temperature. <laughs> uh, never die by shrimps. Never die by shrimps. That's another rule to live by during weddings. Honestly, like I said, there's not much to do other than just like be courteous. Be nice. And don't suck. As always, imagine what it would be like if you were the person in the situation and the exactly. opposite situations. Like if you were the bride and groom, what would you like to have happen? Right. Do those things. Doesn't seem that wild. It doesn't seem that wild. And yet people punch yet each other. Yet here we are. Yeah. People punch each other at all their weddings. It's rude. Yeah. Tane, do you have any more like rude stories of people being rude at weddings? trying to think of a couple i have a mother-in-law story oh yeah uh not of anyone i know this was like a from a just no mother-in-law on uh reddit oh yeah uh this woman i wish i could like i'll find it later maybe and credit it uh in our show notes if i can but this woman was a the storyteller was the maid of honor for this woman who's getting married obviously sure and uh the mother-in-law had been trouble kind of the whole way through the process she was like not jazzed about her baby boy going off and getting married. Great start. It's super gross. Um, and so day of the wedding, they go to do pictures and the mother-in-law shows up in a David's bridal white wedding gown. And she's like, don't I look fabulous? And the bride starts to cry because sure. obviously also it's just like such a rude thing to do to someone. It just shows them how little you care about them right. in a real shitty way. And so this bridesmaid was like right i know what to do and she goes up to the bartender and she's like i know the bar's not open yet give me the fullest wine glass that you can of your best 
Pinot Noir. And she like slides him a $20 bill and he's like, okay. And he gives her a wine glass full to the brim. And she walks over and goes, whoops, and pretends to fall and spills the wine glass all down the front of the mother-in-law. That's that's a good friend. Yes. Is who that is. And then if I'm remembering right, I think during this story, the mother-in-law collapses to the ground and starts screaming about how no one cares about her or is paying attention to her. And everybody just decides to walk away and ignore her. And she goes home and changes into a very revealing low-cut green dress, but comes back for photos, and everything is fine after that, for the most part. Jesus Christ. Right. What a hero. That's Yeah, that (laughs) bridesmaid, that's that's a ride-or-die bridesmaid. That is a ride-or-die bridesmaid. (laughs) That friend is looking out for your best interests. Keep that girl around forever. Keep her close. Keep Keep her secret. Keep her safe. (laughs) But, uh... But also, that lady needs to get a hold of herself because she's super that guy. Woof. Yeah, she's Uh, that guy for sure. And you know what? If you've got, like, objections to the couple that's getting married, don't go to their wedding. That's fine. Yeah. You don't have to make a stink about it. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to change anything. They're still going to get married. You're just going to be that guy who made it weird for them. Exactly. And like, why? And really also made it weird for yourself. Yes. Honestly, the people who are there going to talk about in the future is not the couple. It will be you. It's going to be about you. It's going to be about you. And you don't need that. No. You don't need that in the time of the internet when people are live tweeting or redditing about how crappy other people are. Exactly. Just be nice. Just be nice. You know, this is a kind of short one. That's fine. I feel like it's it's fine for it to be kind of short because honestly, the the criteria here for being a good wedding guest are pretty short, and it should not be that hard for you it to follow them. A America, very low hurdle to jump over. It is. <laughs> just don't punch anybody, and like, don't ruin. Just don't ruin another person's wedding. Yeah, it's not hard. Keep yourself in check, my man. I mean, like, I am a generally kind of awkward person who adapts slowly to new social situations sure. and i don't think i've ever ruined anyone's wedding i don't think i have either i mean like you know you have the general uh threat of a wardrobe malfunction but that's like out of your hands right you do your best for the most part i feel like it takes effort to ruin someone's wedding yeah, unless I mean, there is a spectacular act of god seriously in which case the couple should reconsider right uh but i think that'll do it for us yeah I think you know, that's about it. Thanks uh, for listening to my wedding industrial complex. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, you can email us again at mwicpodcast at gmail.com. Or find us on Instagram at mwic underscore podcast. Or you can find our website at myweddingindustrialcomplex.wordpress.com. Oh, listen to our music of our composer, Charles E. Miller, on Spotify, iTunes, or Amazon, or whatever you like until the heat death of the universe. And rate and review our show on uh, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or your podcatcher of choice. And also join us in the future when we start announcing horse races. <laughs> <laughs> and sea biscuit coming around the corner <laughs> and as always don't be that guy don't be that guy and also do what you can afford but more oh, importantly don't, don't be, be that, that guy, guy. Okay, bye.